another Miami podcast. I'm your host, Larry Vasquez, and you are listening to episode 43. In this episode, we'll be interviewing Sebastian Kalimba, a longtime friend of iAnimate. He was one of my fellow students when we first opened up uh, iAnimate back in, what, 2010, I guess it was. And so one of our feature alumni and is now actually an instructor in our games workshops. So very cool to have him in on this podcast. He's currently a lead animator at CD Projekt Red there in Poland. One of their big hits here recently was Witcher 3, and he is currently leading up uh, leading animation on Cyberpunk 2077, which will be their next installment. I'm really looking forward to talking with him about his journey. Uh, he's, I think he's in a cool position uh, in the industry, not brand new, not a veteran. And so I think it'll be kind of a cool perspective to see where he's at in his journey in this, uh, this industry here. So well, let's bring him on. How you yeah. doing? Hey, what's up? <laughs> Very good to see you. Yeah, you too, man. Very good to see you. This, it's been yeah, a long man. time since we've been it's on like, the cam, huh? It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> when time's flying, this, the life changes so much. I know it. You know, I'm in uh, one of the like conference rooms here at CDP because it's, it's, it's actually a very calm place. Like here, I can focus because at home, you know, my baby is, you know, <laughs> he's like a Tasmanian devil. Like, you know. <laughs> I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Well, I understand you're in crunch, and so I really appreciate you just even stopping and taking some time here, man. Yeah, no worries. I'm very enjoying this time. I know you can't talk probably much about Cyberpunk 2077. Is that the, that's the title? Not, yeah. Okay. 2077. Yeah, not at all. It's like, like so top secret. Right, right. So I, I figured yeah. we can talk about that. Witcher three, we can talk about, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. We can we can talk about Witcher three. Maybe I can. No, about Cyberpunk, I can just I can just tell you that it's gonna be awesome. That's it. Okay. <laughs> That's <laughs> <something> <laughs> yeah. and, and even Witcher three, you know, it's one of the things I, I haven't played the game. I I, I don't play much anymore. Uh, I got we have a Wii U. I play with my boys, and that's uh, yeah. yeah. Um, I've heard that you have like five kids. Uh, no, I have seven. The seventh one is what? on the way. <laughs> <laughs> How? The seventh one's on the way. <laughs> How you do it? <laughs> Man, oh, I can't survive with one. <laughs> it, you know, it was kind of funny. I was just talking with my wife today in a good way. It's uh, Sometimes it's like a, a mini insane <laughs> asylum. I'm working out of the house today, and one of my kids is uh, – just singing this random song that makes no sense. And one of my, yes. my daughters is kind of dancing across the room and another kid will come up and just kind of do some funny face. It's like, it, it's just hilarious. That's why I said in a good way, it's like a mini assail asylum, you know? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> How old's your little one? It's two years. Yeah, so naughty. But, but awesome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fun, but yeah, a, a very adventurous year. <laughs> yeah, man. He... He he doesn't sleep at all, man. He like he he wakes up five o'clock a.m. and he's like, "Daddy, like dada, dada, dada. Uh-huh. room, 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 room." And I have to, you know, <laughs> five to seven a.m. My wife is sleeping. I'm preparing coffee, you know, and I have to play with uh, toy cars. It's it's crazy. There you go. So, Always uh, inspiration for some animation, huh? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah. Well, let's jump into it. You know, it's one of the things I was kind of looking at. You're kind of in a cool and unique position for us as doing this podcast. 
You're one yeah. of our first alumni. Actually, uh, one of our first classes. You kind of came back to take the classes and finish up, but you're you're one of our very first classes. I actually had the class with you with Mr. Yeah. Mike Walling, um, <laughs> which was an absolute blast, man. That was one of the yeah. most fun classes I've ever had. Totally. Um, and then later on with Ken Fountain, I think that was, right? We had another class yeah. with him or Ted. I yeah. forget which one. I think Ken Fountain, yeah, okay. and then Ted, and yeah. Yeah, so we've had a lot of classes together. And so you were one of our very first when we first opened up our doors. And then it's just unique, the fact that you're one of our first alumni to come back now and be an instructor here. You've been teaching in our games intro class, which yeah. I think is a cool class, particularly for you, having had more of a maybe a feature type background and then make that transition yeah. to games. And so yeah. you kind of know, not having started out in games per se, but how to make that transition if, if anybody's kind of uh, interested in doing that. So I think that's a great class for you in that introduction. Um, yeah. So um, first off, I always like to kind of get that background, establish that foundation here. Can you give us, you know, you're from Poland here. How did you get into animation? You know, I animate and uh, where you're at now. Yeah. Good question. Actually, here in Poland, we don't have such a like uh, environment to learn animation. To be honest, so the only way you have two ways: you book, you buy books on Amazon and you learn from it, <laughs> or you, or you, or you, or you take, or you take the online class. Uh-huh. And uh, this is exactly how I started. So I was self-taught. Uh, like I bought, like you know, the, those kind of animation bibles, like Animation Survival Kit, you know, The Illusion of Life, The Timing for Animators. I was reading this like in a loop. Then uh, I did some like personal, personal things. Got my first job. I left to UK, and then uh, actually I remember that Jason Ryan started his first like ramp ups uh-huh. I was, yeah you remember that so I bought it I bought it straight <laughs> I learned I learned a lot of a lot of things from it uh-huh. and then he decided to start the school and so I started that's it and I was like I was so so happy that time I was in games okay and I wanted to actually push my like acting skills because you know when I was starting any acting shot it was, you know, there was no beat, no rhythm, nothing. I was so overacted. So I was like, oh, okay. All right, I have to start it again. I have to probably learn what acting is. And this actually pushed me to get a class. And actually, I was, you know, uh, I, I think uh, Jason Ryan is one of the best in, in the industry for sure. So I was so happy to start. <laughs> yeah. Now, um, what made you want to get into animation? Was there anything that, uh, you know sparked it or just uh, you know jason for example you know we're talking about him he got in he was in uh, university and someone had seen some of his drawing skills and thought hey you should be, get into animation was there anything like that that uh, pushed you in there or you just always like drawing or how did that work for you i used to love drawing when i was a kid then i stopped like i was first you know thinking i have two paths one i'm going to go to army or I have to do something with art, <laughs> and and uh, actually finally I've chose the second part, part. <laughs> and I have tried everything like a little bit of modeling and and a little bit of amp, a little bit of painting, digital drawing, uh-huh. and finally animation. And animation was something really which uh, I fell in love straight in animation was you know this motion like never uh, never ending. Uh, you, learning process like every single animation is different you know mm-hmm. what i mean it's like 
of course you have workflow, uh, but but still you know you have to do planning again and again. You have to think about show about personality and motivation. It's like you know uh, it was something that like very refreshing every single day, something new, and that's why I, I just fell in love in animation and I decided to go for it. Very cool. Now you mentioned you went to the UK. Is that when you uh, spent some time in cinematics at Real Time UK? Mm, yeah, I was real time UK, but mostly that time uh, I was animating games um, for Microsoft. It was Kinectimals and uh-huh. Disney Adventures. Yes, okay, I remember you working on that. Um, yeah, yeah. So that was your first gigs were actually more in games then, huh? No, actually, my first gig was in Poland. Uh, I was working on a very, very actually, it was a game, like a browser game. Uh, quite advanced because it was 3D, like fairy tale, fantasy world. But finally, they didn't release it. Mm. But that was my like a first first job in games. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Because like before, I was doing some freelance in advertising. Gotcha. Yeah. So then, yeah, I just applied for one company called Gusto Games, and I was there just three months working on some uh, outsourcing for DJ Hero for freestyle games, as far as I remember. And then and then I jumped straight into Real Time UK. I did a test for Kinect Emails and I got the job there. And I was really enjoying that. It was very good times. Learned a lot from Chris Fenna. Uh, he was an animation director at that time in this company. That was kind of more in your infancy, so to speak, of your career. What were some of the key things that you learned during that time? Oh, I've learned a lot. Like first three months, actually, it was such a pressure because I didn't have enough experience in 3ds Max, and I remember that that you know I had to just there was no time for preparation, no nothing. <laughs> yes, yeah, so like hey, you have a shot here and you have to animate as like two Polish seconds per day. It's like okay, <laughs> but why? But, but why? Why, why you use a biped on a, on a quadruped character? So it's like, I will do it, and that's it. And I was like, okay. So, yeah, I remember my fr- first three months, I was almost crying like a baby. <laughs> but, but, you know, I didn't sleep much that time. I was so stressed. <laughs> and that was really, really, really tough. Like, you know, because you're learning, you're learning workflow from tutorials, uh, and you read about this. I, I had to start develop something new. I was asking friends like how to animate in the soft to get easier and faster results. So finally, I remember that we've stuck with uh, like a straight ahead. That was that that was the key point. You go straight ahead and you check every two frames. You check if it's good or not. If there is a flow and there is organic motion, you have to check it all the time. Mm. So actually, uh, in my opinion. That was a very good lesson because right now it, it helps me sometimes in, in, when I have to, in Maya, even animate straight ahead and th- don't have a problems with it. Biped, Biped was a, like a really tough school, you know what I mean? It's gotcha, like, yeah. gotcha. Yeah. And then from there you went to Real Time UK working in cinematics? No, then I, 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 went, to, I went back to Poland to Platyż Imaż. And yeah, and then I jumped straight into like uh, into cinematics department. Yeah. At, at uh, how do you pronounce it? Platish. Platish image. Platish image. Okay, like soft yeah. image, but platish image. Yeah, yeah, platish okay. image. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> now you're doing cinematics there as well. Yeah, I did the cinematics there. 
uh, mostly and and like two short movies uh, for Qatar, like half an hour, half an hour. Wow. Long. Okay. So quite a yeah. bit of uh, footage there, huh? Yeah, it's a lot. Uh, so yeah, we've been crunching too. <laughs> <laughs> It's all about the industry, guys. Uh, forget about eight hours. Eight I, hours. For sure. <laughs> uh, They're seasons, but you got to be ready for those, huh? <laughs> um, so winter is coming. Yeah. <laughs> now, um, you're currently a lead animator at CD Projekt. Yeah. Yeah. Now, how did you get that gig? It's a it's a prestigious company in regards to the work that you guys have produced there. You guys yeah. got a very strong, uh, from what I've realized from this Witcher three, um, you have a very strong fan base that you were you kind of keep in very good contact with. So, what was the the? How did you get over to CD Projekt there? You know, CD Projekt is is, is the, in the same city as Platyzima, so Warsaw, capital in Poland, yeah? Okay. So, yeah, um, so I have friends here too. And uh, actually, Platish was producing cinematics for CD Projekt. Ah, okay. few of them. And I did, like, few important scenes in those cinematics, like this, you know, crazy fighting scene. Um, and finally, I just, you know, I've been talking with... Um, I was actually thinking about switching and then go- going back to games because, uh, like, you know, I really enjoyed that. I remember I really enjoyed games that time uh, back, back, you know, in the UK. Uh, and I thought I really love RPG games. This is, this is like my passion. I, I was playing paper RPGs since I remember. <laughs> uh, yeah, love love stories, love stories and 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 stuff like that. Uh, so I used to play like. Eight years, maybe ten years, like a paper cyberpunk 2020. Like, yeah, so like totally, I'm so RPG guy. <laughs> and, and and finally, I've started talking with HR here. And yeah, this is how I started, you know, one interview, second interview, and then you know because at Platish Image, I was in the end of that, I I got the lead position in cinematics team, so. And th- that's how I started here. So, now what was your position when you first started there at CD Projekt? Lead. Oh, so you but, got on it directly as a lead, huh? Yeah. Okay. So, what did you say some of your favorite games were growing up? Uh, man, I I must say, like, I was crying like a baby when Aerie died in Final Fantasy VII. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I remember that. That's so, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> now they yeah. recently made a uh, yeah. is the remake out or? No, no, not yet, but not yet, they, huh? uh, they are making it. Can't okay. wait for it. You're going to pick that one yeah. up, huh? Oh, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Probably I'll take two weeks off from work. It's <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I will close myself somewhere in the farm. <laughs> just to play. Yeah, that's one, one, that's one for sure. And Planescape Torment, that's a, another title I love. And a series like Baldur's Gate series, uh, like RPG. Yeah. Okay, Love very it. cool. Yeah. Now, was Witcher 3 the first project you got on there at CD Projekt? Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, I came like, I came here like, I think eight months before re- releasing the game. So it was quite, it was a pressure time. Okay. But, yeah. Now, like I mentioned earlier, just having looked through some of the articles and stuff, this was kind of a big title for you guys with the following that you guys had for your user base there. How was that for you jumping on as a lead animator there, taking on such a big role? 
it was I was very nervous that time like you know it was a lot of stress but you know the the great thing about CD project is that every single person here is like full fulfilled with passion like you know you 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 have guys here and girls like they're so passionate about the the, the stuff they do it's, and actually that was the I think this is the main driver so I was nervous but I, I saw that 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 people actually love what they do so I think they we are just we've been just pushing each other so much to get this 300 Gotis award so <laughs> yeah why not <laughs> and that's the neat part about working in a collaborative group there it just it fosters that uh, creativity and and uh, it's hard to be an island unto oneself huh yeah totally yeah it's like it's, a, it's like a huge family here very cool yeah um what were some of the biggest challenges that you faced in your role working on such a title? Oh, first, for sure, it was like catching up. That's that's first thing. Then, uh, like working on pipeline to to um, really, you know, make sure that we'll do it. Like, you know what I mean? It's like we had to redo some stuff to make it better. And that was actually a difficult thing because we had to pick the pick the, the parts we want to polish before releasing the game. Okay. And I think those those kinds of choices that that this was quite uh, quite important in terms of like you know polishing the product before release uh, in the like last let's say half a year. Okay. Now, where do you guys get your feedback from? Is it just the beta testers there, or is it internal? Is, I mean, how does that work for you guys? What makes you decide that hey, this is what we need to polish and work on, and and not? Actually, you know, like uh, I think we have like I think forty QA people here. So and and sometimes we work for outsourcers. Of course, we get we're getting feedback from them a lot. But uh, I think that time it was mostly like our direction decision. So, okay. It was like uh, like uh, like we've been talking a lot with other leads and directors and 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 deciding. So your company has a pretty good pulse on what the gamers want. Then you feel like I think we respect gamers so much, and that's uh, that's the rule here. Uh, we we do games for them, so that's that's yeah. Important. Okay, let me ask you. That's a, that's a great point because oftentimes you kind of hear. Um, if you do a, you know, do a movie or a game or whatever it is for yourself, then you figure other people will like it. But that's a great point though, because you have to keep in mind that this is a product that's going out to the masses. So you're bringing okay. up kind of the, uh, an opposite in that regards that we're doing this for the gamers. Um, how does that keep you motivated? Um, it's like we're doing, I know what you mean. It's like we're doing it for gamers, but still at the same time, we are gamers. Gotcha. Okay. So. So yeah, we do. We like on a daily basis. We ask questions: What's the best for us? And let's say we are gamers and we are waiting for the product. So there's like no compromise here. Gotcha. And okay. Yeah, the, like a quality. Quality is most important. So uh, and you can ask people like sometimes they don't have to crunch, but they crunch because they want to polish the product so much. <laughs> you know what I mean, it's. it's that's that's good yeah there's always that balance but uh that's the neat part about a craft like this when you enjoy it yeah as you you mentioned you're going through crunch here it makes it at least bearable because you're it's doing something you enjoy and love huh 
Totally, yeah, man. It's, 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 I am actually, you know, right now it's here like twenty to nine. And we're talking, and I'm still at work, and just finished just before this podcast. <laughs> and I was sending emails and, and and you know and talking to people. So yeah, man, I, I love this place. Now, okay, this brings me to another question here because as a lead, your role is very much different than obviously just an animator because you're either a having to put out some footage or as you mentioned there you're having to oversee things you're having to kick out emails um for you being in this position what is it that you enjoy about it and what is it that you kind of struggle with a little bit oh that's a good one um i'm i definitely enjoy um trying i i I really try to uh, look on animation here because animation here is very broad we have gameplay dialogues Scenes is an RPG, so you know in every single part of the game you have to feel that this character, like a main character with the sidekicks, that are really well motivated, <clears throat> that you really believe what they do. So, so you know if the game is so huge like this one, which is like 200 hours to finish. <laughs> yeah. Are you serious? Yes. <laughs> yes. And you have like a very deep story. Um, like this, you have to you have to all the time think globally. Like, and this is what I love here. It's like because I I, I told you like I'm a story. I, I love stories, mm-hmm. and I really enjoy like um, I really I'm really enjoying to make character consistent mm. through the story. Like when they go to the story, this is what I love most. You know, like keeping an eye on this and and then giving a feedback. Like connecting like. Um, Connecting those like animation parts, the, those departments, uh, talking to people, like you know, trying to polish animation so much. This is what I'm enjoying uh, most. But uh, I'm struggling sometimes that there's not enough time to do everything. <laughs> you know, I'm trying to multitasking so much. You know, using Wunderlis, Evernote, and other 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 you know programs to just you know I'm typing. You know, have my tablet. Uh, you all the time, you know, trying to type what I have to do in five minutes into one hour, and I still don't have enough time to do it. But yeah. Okay, well, I got another question for you then. Any advice you could give to somebody um, in your position, maybe not even just uh, as a lead, but just somebody who's having to juggle multitask? You know, it, yeah. it could be um, someone who's going to school, has a family. Um, and a job or something along that lines. What what advice would you give to somebody who's having to to manage all these plates that are in the air? Uh, I think like discipline is a freedom. Okay. Yeah. So you have to you have to be you have to really try to try to write down every day. Write down what you have to do tomorrow, and try to not skip any step mm. and any part of the day. Like, if you have to, of course, postpone it. But uh, for 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 the for you know for tomorrow, let's say. But but yeah, I think discipline is the most important thing. Yeah. Now, has discipline been something that you've kind of had a had to take on, or is that something that was kind of a character trait for you as you were growing up, or how did that work? I know you, you kind of we've talked about it before uh, with yeah. regards to martial arts and stuff. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> This is what I want to do, you know, answer you. It's like, I remember like, I would like a trainer, sensei, let's say, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, he was like a second father. There was like no, no excuses. Right. If you want 
if you didn't like you have to if you promise him that you will be you'll you'll be in training tomorrow you have to be mm-hmm. if not you have to have have to answer him well very good because he's going to almost slap you in the face <laughs> like, yeah, so it was a very very tough guy but but uh yeah but in the same time you respect him so much mm-hmm. you know and that's definitely martial arts. That's for sure the key of my like uh, I say your discipline. Like this, yeah, totally, gotcha. yeah. That's great. Okay, so you man, you mentioned that was some of the stuff that you enjoy working on, and then you said there was gameplay, cutscene, and what else? And dialogues. So this is something like you know cutscenes on gameplay. Okay, yeah. now you're lead animator in in regards to all those areas or in a particular area. Yeah, all those areas. Yeah. Okay, so you're making sure everything is kind of cohesive and, and following. Yeah. Uh, totally. Okay. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. So this is actually how how you know develop developing those acting skills helping me a lot right now. Right. Right. So so you know right now I'm I'm trying to mix the that's like gameplay with acting and mm-hmm. this is like helps a lot. That's awesome. Yeah, because uh, for those that don't know, you were an alumni in our feature side yeah. our workshop. Exactly. Yeah. And here you are in yeah. games, but you're working in all those areas. <laughs> yeah, totally. Now that's kind of, you know, that's something that we've kind of seen uh, probably a little bit more, though, as games has developed, though. There is kind of this, and even with VR, there's been kind of yeah. more of this hybrid of feature and games kind of coming together. Yeah. Um, obviously, as you mentioned, even in regards to Final Fantasy VII, it, you know, yeah. there was that emotional cinematic feature yeah. level to a game. So uh, story has been obviously very... Um, my favorite one was uh, Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. Oh, it's also one. Yeah. <laughs> so um, story has always obviously been a key part of, of games, but obviously now with the push in regards to technology, it's been definitely more of that kind of... Um, hybrid so to speak and so i can see where your yeah. your skill set of, of feature and games are uh playing a big role together there so yeah totally man like it, it helps a lot and i see that game is just getting every single year it's getting closer and closer to films and closer you know i see right now you know you, you have you have those uh, very nice beautiful like uh facial expressions in games so and they use the same technology when uh when, when, like movies used like six years seven years ago so it's like i see that games are catching up mm-hmm. quickly and i see that uh, that that story in games is is getting even more important from year to year uh, and yes yeah, definitely it's like everything for building better immersion like yeah. Okay. Well, I got a question for you here then, because uh, you mentioned there was h- how many hours to here within the, to finish this game? You're, it's uh, Cyberpunk 2077 uh, is yeah. the name of the title here, and you've said it's going to be amazing, huh? Yeah, it's going to be awesome. It's going to be awesome. That's, what I, I, that's all he can say, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, that's only yeah, that's only <laughs> one thing I can tell totally. Uh, but <clears throat> but I, I I promise you guys that will uh, will. We'll still humble and want to make even better game. That's great. Now, yeah. how do you? What is the challenge that you've seen, or maybe I, I don't know. Maybe it's still kind of early here. Um, as we're talking about games becoming more and more immersive and more film-like in some ways here, uh, this game's going to be. You mentioned over two hundred hours. Yeah. How, how does that work within the budget? You know, because it's not like games are suddenly you know a couple hundred dollars now to purchase. They're still within that same, that price point. Um, yeah. Have you found any challenges in regards to 
animation in particular that you guys have, you know, had to get X amount still of footage in a short amount of time? Or how has that worked for you in your department? Oh, that's a good one, I guess. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's like, of course, you, um, me and my producer, you know, we go talking with executives too. And like, we're trying to count uh, like how much how many animations we can produce in six let's let's say next six months based on this design and then but finally like as i said before it's like let's say we decide to make 100 animation uh next month but finally we do 200 because <laughs> because it's always like it's not enough but this could be better yep, yep. what about if we add this and this and it's like yeah, it's a bit of this. This is like a chaotic factor, uh -huh. you know what I mean? But yeah, yeah. it it helps a lot because it builds creativity, and it's a part of the passion. So production, yeah, it's important. It's uh, it's exactly the producer is very important. He's telling you, hey, tomorrow is deadline. <laughs> but you can always ask him, hey man, can you give me another day? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so this is how we work here. This quality over. Quality over quantity, and, and you know, yeah, and, yeah. I think there was a, a quote from uh, shoot, what was the first Nintendo uh, president? It was it Shigeru, uh, Shigeru yeah. Miyamoto. He said, you know, yeah. a, a game that comes out late, as long as that quality is there. And again, I'm paraphrasing this. Uh, he goes, the people forget that it was late. You know, is the idea. Totally, uh, totally that's you know, we've postponed releasing date just to just to polish it and. Polish it and polish it even more. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but get a bad game in on time, and it's still a bad game. So <laughs> yeah, as I always, you know, uh, say like, pain is temporary, glory is forever. Uh, <laughs> following the Brad Bird, one of my idols. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you're. Are you getting to animate much uh, in your position here? Yeah, definitely, man. It's like. First of all, first of all, I was because I had some teaching, like mentoring uh, experience a few years a few years ago, and, and in, the, in the previous company, Platy Image, as I said, we had like this kind of episode of creating like Platy Image Academy. It was six months, mm -hmm. and and I've really enjoyed that. And and right now, man, uh, this is crazy. It's like uh, teaching people. It's so good. You have to go back to the fundamentals again, mm. redo it, you know, like think about it more. And like, you know, you have to at least have some empathy for the students. So you have to become <laughs> one. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And I, I man, it, it helps me a lot in terms of like growing as, a, as an artist. Mm. Is I'm, I love it. I love it. Now you finished, this was your first class, right? This, yeah, this yeah. term here was it everything you expected or or oh man totally I, like first month i was so nervous <laughs> you know i'm not uh, you know my english is not so perfect like no native so you know it's always this kind of barrier but after a month i think it was good the flow was there mm -hmm. uh i think you know in the in the in the last week i was so sad of you know saying goodbyes to my students i was like <laughs> man even 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 two days ago, Alan, one of my students, sent me again, you know, like files, and I'm going to send him a feedback because this is 
You know, this is your I, student I, now. Yeah, this yeah. Is my student is like my my baby man. I have to look <laughs> after him. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, yeah, I love I, that. Yeah, <laughs> fingers crossed that he's going to become one of the best, you know, there in the future. Go. So this is this is awesome. I can't wait to start another workshop. You know. Very cool. Any yeah. um, tips that, you know, uh, I think you're at a cool position in, in your um, profession. You aren't, you know, 20 years in the industry. Uh, you aren't brand spanking new, you know, as, as you mentioned, you kind of have to now go back and think as a student. So you have empathy as yeah. a student. Any yeah. tips that you have where you're in your current position in the industry here that you've been doing it for about what, 10 years now? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Any tips that you could you could give to some of our listeners here? First thing I'm always saying to like like new animators here, mm. either juniors or, or or even seniors, like don't be scared, really. If if and that feedback doesn't not hurt you, right? You know, you right. Know what I mean, it's like ability of of, of getting feedback is exactly is equal, so important to to the skill itself. Yep. You know, sometimes I see like um, we have juniors, but they are so good. Of getting feedback mm. and like that 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 man like next or two days after you see that the quality is there and is exactly what you've been talking about mm -hmm. yeah so for sure forget about ego you know understand that you work you work in a in a in a big company with people with friends treat them as a friends ask questions give feedback and be humble and mm. that's it that, that's what I would do. That's key, man. Be willing to receive feedback. That's totally. the only way to grow from there. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Very cool. Um, any advice that you've got throughout the years that has stuck with you that you went, I'll never forget that. Yeah. Uh, and the feedback that I got, uh, like I'm, 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 I'm looking for like the most important thing. And it doesn't even have to be from an animator. It could have been like you mentioned from your uh, your uh, sensei there. You know that you yeah. now, that you take as just a life thing that applies to to your career. Yeah, it's like it's gonna be a cliche. You know, it's like really never give up. It's like okay. there's always like there's always some struggles. You know, there's always some bad days. You can you're gonna cry for sure, but but next day you have to just you know. Uh, Tied your fists and, and, and animate or there you whatever go. you love. I, I yeah. think perseverance is a great, great advice to give somebody. That's not always easy. And I yeah. love hearing it from someone like you where you're in a position now that you can look back and go, hey, look, had I given up, I wouldn't be where I'm at right now, you know? So Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think, you know, it's never-ending learning process. Mm -hmm. So I'm here, I'm, I'm doing what I do, but, but still it's like there's no ego at all. I'm... I'm I'm trying to like develop skills every day. Hopefully, you know, I'll do the same thing in 20 years. Yeah. Yeah. Where are you drawing your uh, inspiration from right now, being a, a lead animator? Oh, from everywhere. Like, I, 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 you know, every animator has it. Like, uh, you watch you watch a movie with your, let's say, boyfriend, girlfriend, wife, uh, husband, and it's like you freeze frame it. And like, <laughs> uh, remember, remember the second. Yeah. You know, it's, it's also acting piece. Probably I animated one, uh, you know. So I, I love acting uh, itself. I I'm following many blogs, uh, like really listening to podcasts. Uh, I love like a classical theater, for example. I love studying acting. It is awesome thing. I, I just love it. Any favorite films? Oh, too many. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, I, I must say that like my my favorite director is uh, Mr. Um, uh, Inaritu. So who's that? Like Revenant last time, or Birdman, or uh, you know Revenant. Yes, uh, yes, the, I haven't seen uh, it, but I know what you're talking yeah. about. Yes, I, I really like. I, I like this guy. Like, uh, he, he's amazing. Uh, so I definitely like every single movie he created. Mm. And there's like many I, I like. I like like classic movies like from Polanski, let's say Chinatown. I really like you know those, those kind of old old classic movies. Um, I was watching a uh, interview that you did with uh, Sebastian Dessault. Oh yeah, yeah. We'll have to plug that one here very, too. Very spontaneous. Yeah, you know. <laughs> it turned out great. So that those <laughs> are the fun. I was so nervous. Like those are the fun ones. <laughs> you mentioned uh, one of the things that you learned was the idea of keep it simple. Yeah. Can you elaborate on that? Why was that something that, as advice, that came to your mind? I think you know uh, people tend to overact and overdo and uh, stuff they do. It's like it's normal. They they want something big, mm-hmm. but big doesn't mean better. You know, it's like you have to rethink sometimes. So, uh, what I think about like about about new animation or at least like a new character about design or anything here at CD Project, I, I my first idea is always not not, not it's not not the best mostly. So I'm trying to ask questions like, is it good? Is it overacted or mm-hmm. is it like is it too much? Like in my opinion. Um, when you have an idea, you should always ask a question if this idea fits the character, and that will probably answer you that it would it probably was too much. Mm-hmm. And that that's why that's why I keep it simple, in my opinion. It's like you have to step back or or two steps back, rethink again, think about think about like keeping it more simple. And 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 I think because the most important thing is like to create something which is clear, and 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 you know, and audience will just understand it quickly. Gotcha. Yeah, and that was one of the things I think you mentioned in that was a recruiter or a family member. They're going to watch this once, and it has to be like you said, clear. It has to be something that is very easily readable, and uh, yeah. it's just delivering that. So I thought that was just a great piece of advice, and I wanted to have it in this podcast here. So, awesome. um, thanks. Plagiarizing uh, Sebastian Desault's uh, his <laughs> his interview question. You <laughs> <laughs> won't mind. He's he's one of our alumni too. So yeah, he's awesome. <laughs> Who I'm looking to get on a podcast too. Um, awesome. Quick question here. Uh, you know, I mentioned VR a little bit earlier. I know that was kind of heavily talked about here at a, uh, at GDC. Um, yeah. You have any thoughts about that? As you're, you're in the gaming industry, you know, I'm a bit scared of that thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is it's it's crazy i'm very actually curious how it's going to develop and can't can't wait for 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 henry the show yeah yeah uh-huh yeah, hedgehog actually my friend is supervisor animator there in that baobab studios uh-huh. and and yeah machi gliva ex extreme works uh, guy and really can't wait for it um, yeah hopefully it's gonna be awesome like really because this is something that's going to push this industry so much for sure in the future right right and it will definitely it will definitely set some constraints in terms of you know telling stories mm. and i wonder how gotcha 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just always kind of curious to get people's takes. Yeah. Your team size there at, at uh, CD Projekt. Is it a large studio? Medium? It's, I don't know. Uh, I think it's quite large. Uh, it's, it's, it's a bit more than 300 people. Oh, wow. Okay. So, yeah. So it's, it's, it's quite, quite large. Um, we have around 16 animators. Okay. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Um, what is, you know, you've worked at a couple different studios. What is it at CD Projects been most unique for you there? I think that's what we always says, like that we are rebels. Yeah. So, <laughs> that's, that's, what we, that's how we call ourselves. And uh, yeah. Mm. Does that mean um, you feel like you guys are willing to take a little bit more chances? Um, okay, let me ask you this. When yeah. you say that we're rebels, how does that uh-huh. play out in your guys' business model? Okay, I think, you know, that's what I said at the, at the very beginning, like, uh, we want to do the best game uh, with any cost. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, as I said, like, no compromises and, and stuff. I know we have production and we have deadlines, and, and but but still, uh, making the best game possible is the main thing. Mm. So... You know, it's it's a great place because you have many many passionate people here. And, yeah, there seems to be because uh, you mentioned the, the number of people. That's a it's a pretty good sized studio there. Uh, yeah. But one of the things it seems, and I mean this in a very good way, it seems like it has a, a small studio feel though. In regards to as you mentioned, very uh, close. Um, I don't mean this to sound like it's a bad thing too, because some, I mean, it's just part of business though. You have yeah, to be able yeah. to make money and keep yeah. the doors open. Hence, that's why you afford artists. But they're like, yeah. you mentioned that there, Hey, we're, we're willing to uh, make the best game possible at all costs, you know? And yeah. so it seems they have still that somewhat smaller studio feel in regards to philosophy, I guess. Is that oh, accurate? Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think yeah, I can agree. I can agree on that, that this is most important. Even, you know, uh, one of the key factor, if you want to start even working here, is that we're checking how much passionate you are about the craft and game and stuff. This is important because if someone has uh, like a passion, you don't have to control him. You know that right. he wants to do the, the best thing. You know That's that? a good point. Yeah. That's a great point. I love that. Um, <laughs> now, how many other studios there? Is, is Poland a very uh, – you mentioned earlier that it's uh, not a ton of uh, – Stuff for animation. That's why you had, a, you know, you went to to animate here. Um, is it grown since the time when, we, when you first started? I, f- I think you know this is quite crazy because we don't have animation schools here. Uh-huh. Uh, maybe somewhere you can learn really very very basic stuff. But the cool thing is that we have studios. That's here. great. Like you know, CD Project is is one of them. Yeah, it's like Techland or uh, Eleven Bit Studios. Or like Vivid Games, so there are really some some companies here, like big ones, like mm-hmm. you know, the Techland is a company who um, which, which which just released the Dying Light, which was a success, like the zombie game. Yeah. So yeah, so the industry here is quite big. That's great. That's yeah. always nice to hear. Um, how has your workflow changed throughout the years? Oh, uh, I think uh, that's a good one. Because I, I remember that you know I was when I was a student like back back back, back then, 
you have this kind of, you probably had the same thing. It's like learning animation and it's like, oh, you've heard that there is some special golden workflow. Uh, <laughs> I have to, I have to find this. Right. Like, when I find this, I'll do the bloody, the amazing animation. You know? <laughs> and he was just reading blogs, trying to learn it and looking for the best possible workflow. And finally, there is no best possible workflow. It's like, there is a workflow dependent on the kind of shot you get. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's like, uh, the first question I do when, when I, right now I don't animate so much because of overload of, of works. Right. You know? But when I do, I always ask the question, like, what's the kind of shot? If it's body mechanic, full open shot, when the character is full framed, I pick this one. When it's subtle acting, I try to take this kind of workflow. Mm. Uh, you know, so I have like few, like five, six workflows. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm just, you know, picking one, dependent on the kind of shot I, I have to do. And I'm focusing, like first pass, I'm focusing, really focusing on golden poses. Mm -hmm. Like it has to be like a punch to face, like it has to be a solid, appealing pose. And then, uh, then I'm looking for, so I do the pose to pose stuff. Uh, post to post, uh, I'm picking the post to post workflow. Then I'm setting the breakdowns, and about in between, I'm doing just frame by frame. So it's like, yeah, I'm closing my timeline, let's say, for 20 or 30 frames, and I'm like, you know, painting the wall. Mm -hmm. Painting the wall, painting <laughs> the wall. <laughs> when I'm happy, I'm moving forward. <laughs> there you go. That's a great analogy. I like that. <laughs> yeah. uh, from I took it from Jason Schleifer. Okay, there you go. I've yeah. wanted to get him on a podcast too before. Oh, he's awesome. Yeah, I was supposed to get him and uh, I can't remember his name right now on uh, Peabody and Sherman, but it just it never oh, panned yeah. out. So uh, yeah. another time, another time. <laughs> well, Seb, I really do appreciate your time. Like I said, I know uh, your crunch time. It's almost what nine o'clock there. And, uh, yeah, it's nine o'clock, ten, ten past nine. Okay. But man, no worries. I'm, I'm very, I honor that. I'm so glad that you had this podcast. Thank you, Larry, so much for absolutely. Having me. And it's Thank just you. great to get you back on uh, the the cameras. Uh, like I said, it's been too long since we were in class together. So yeah, man. <laughs> since oh man, I remember that time you had four kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As I was telling Seb earlier, I got my seventh one on the way here uh, later this year. So uh, very blessed guy. <laughs> Busy, but blessed. <laughs> Busy and blessed, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. yes, thank you very much for your time and best of luck to you. I'm sure we'll catch you back around here. Yeah. Thank you very much, Laris. See you. All right. Take care. Bye.